Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back in better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance on a fabulous football Friday. Generally, it's the best weekend of the entire football year. Divisional weekend, we've gotten rid of the riffraff. We've got an Elite Eight ready to go. Plus, the coaching carousel, Graziano's got the insight. Let's go. Here we go. Only one place to start. Two of the best quarterbacks in the league and Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, they go head-to-head. The trilogy. Josh Allen, can he finally get past Patrick Mahomes? When you are this great quarterback, at some point, doesn't actually winning a title matter? We all know that this game is going to come down to Josh Allen. You got to show up. Played him every year for the last, I think, four or five years. So I think it's two teams that are very familiar with each other. When it comes to the Buffalo Bills, if not now, when? If not them, who? I think that's the way a lot of people are looking at it this weekend. And at some point this morning, we got to get, as Himbo said, a temperature check on our beloved Christine Lisi, who does our Sports Center updates and is sensational as one of the few people I know who've been at ESPN longer than I have. And she's got the she's rocking the Bills sweatshirt today. They got to be that Bills Mafia because this is what an opportunity. And Dan Graziano, who was taking up residency there in, in, in Western New York. Um, spent three days covering a football game there yes, he did. last weekend and is headed back. When is your flight to Buffalo this time? The same flight as last week. I just hope that when it lands, I don't, I don't come across the news that the game has been postponed to Monday <laughs> as I was last Saturday. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I spent a nice month in Buffalo last when weekend. I, when I saw that last week, that, that came across, what, about noon on Saturday? Yeah, just about. I texted Graziano, and I sort of dipped my toe in it. I wrote, oh. hey, What's going on? Like, I, I didn't want to ask, like, did you? And you said if they had just done it an hour yeah. earlier. Right, because it's a short flight from LaGuardia to Buffalo. Like, I don't think you're in the air, but a half hour. And so, yeah, I, I whatever. You I know, mean, Jim, Nance, Jim Nance said on the broadcast that they almost had to quarantine in their hotel rooms because of the, the rules well, you locally. Go anywhere. You could yeah, go anywhere. You, could, you weren't allowed to drive. Nothing was open, right? And, and the hotel I was staying in didn't have, didn't have heat or hot water on Sunday, which was a nice treat. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> I said on Get Up, I think the city of Buffalo and I have to work on our relationship this weekend. I think we'll be okay, but there's work to be done. I'll try to mediate it because they love me. I, I have no, become I mean, a member of the Bills Mafia with my Josh Allen belief. And let me set it up for you this way, yeah. guys. Because at, at the end of the day, deep in your heart, you're just like me. You're, you're just someone who loves this sport and loves the stories, yeah. loves the history. Anyone who watches your performance on, on the Sneaky Hembos during the TV show, which is the most amazing thing I've ever seen, um, knows you know as much about football history as anyone. But here's the way I see it. The history of the sport is defined by the great quarterback rivalries. Mm-hmm. And... Right now, Patrick Mahomes, this is his time. This is his era. He's the best quarterback. Who's going to be his primary rival? Who's the one we're going to someday say, remember those incredible games when Tom Brady and Peyton Manning went head-to-head, when Ken Stabler and Terry Bradshaw went head-to-head, when it was Favre against Young in the playoffs? There's really three contenders for that. One of them is Joe Burrow, who has, in fact, already beaten Mahomes in his building and gone to a Super Bowl. Right. Another is Lamar Jackson, who's about to be a two-time MVP, pretty mm-hmm. special stuff, winning them both during the Mahomes era. And the third is Allen, who all I can say of him is, I think he's the best of them, but I cannot offer any proof of that whatsoever. He has not demonstrated it in any way. This is his chance. I mean, this is it. They're at home, right? And, and look, 
They've beaten the Chiefs the last couple years in the regular season. They've won in Kansas City. They play every year because they finish in first place every year, and you you play the other first-place teams in your conference. So they know how to do it. They're not going to be scared. Uh, I think Josh Allen will be up to the task. I just My concern with Buffalo is how beat up they are on defense. I watched them just... Like guy after guy, either get carted or limp off the field on Monday there on the defensive side of the ball, and I just wonder if they have enough, especially given how good Kansas City's defense is. That's the other thing. When they beat them, when Buffalo beat them was like six weeks ago. I think it was twenty to seventeen. Yeah, right. So it wasn't like a, a massive Josh Allen game. I, he was over three hundred yards, but but yeah, I, I think it's I think the defenses will have more to do with it, which means Allen will be judged by something that may not be in his control. Right. Well, look. We've seen these teams play classics. Yeah. The, the game, Hembo, the game they played in the division around, I guess it's now three years ago, when Allen walked off the field with a lead 13 seconds. Yes. It's a game they had no business losing. Yeah. I mean, no business. I remember coming on here the next day and saying, if you're a fan of the Bills, you will never get over that game. It's one of the worst losses you could ever absorb mm-hmm. as a fan. And I think it's one of the 10 or 12 greatest games in the history of the NFL. It's one of those ones yeah. that's going to be remembered like that. And when, when these guys get together, the, the amazing thing about this matchup is you're, you're guaranteed to see the quarterback position effectively be played as well as it possibly can be played. Yes. I do agree with you that the, the result of the game might not solely be dependent upon that. But I think we can know for sure, based upon how well these guys play overall and when they play head-to-head, that you're, that you're seeing a Hall of Fame quarterback matchup every time they do this thing. And I think you're going to see two guys that really have to do some carrying, right? Because, I, I, you know, Allen's team is beaten up. The defense we talked about, he may not have Gabe Davis again, right? So you can lock in on Stephon Diggs, and you have Legereus Sneed, who's one of the elite cornerbacks in the league for Kansas City. Uh, so Allen may have to do more with his legs, may have to be more creative. And Mahomes, we know all about the problems that his receivers have had this year. Uh, so, yeah, you, you're going to see two guys that are going to have to elevate, but they've shown an ability, both of them, have shown an ability to do that in postseason games. I, I think this is the game you want Allen to run. Like, I'm always the one, week seven against New England, don't run, Josh. It's not worth the, the, the hits that you might take. This game, this is the game where if you need it, you tuck it, you run it, you get first downs, you work that in, you call some of that, you know, the call design quarterback yeah. runs. I think this is the game where that could prominently feature. Yeah, I think, and Kansas City's defense is, is built to sort of combat that a little bit better than, for instance, Pittsburgh's hmm. was, right? Where he's just tearing through the linebackers uh, on his way to the end zone 52 yards. Kansas City's linebackers are a little big, a little bigger. Uh, I think, you know, maybe shorter tacklers, and then on the back end, uh, they're stronger too. So, obviously, again, these teams, as you heard in the, in, the, in the press conference sound there, like, they know each other well. Kansas City knows what it looks like when Josh Allen runs. They know what to do about it. Uh, so I'm sure they'll be ready for it. But, uh, yeah, it, it should be fun. I, I, this, is, this is why we do it, you know, is, I, is, is for games like this. I dug right? up a number this week, Dan, that I think is potentially predictive when it comes to this matchup because there's no team in the NFL that is better at preventing big plays than the Chiefs' defenses. Right. They're the best in the whole league at that, which tells me it's likely that they're going to require Josh and that offense to matriculate the ball down the field. You're a big Josh Allen turnover guy, if memory serves. Do you, do you trust him numbers to, are be, what they are. to be able to do that against that defense if he has to? I, I do trust them because of the way that they've operated their offense since they made the coordinator change. And everybody there is quick to say, look, we loved Ken Dorsey. It's not like we had to get rid But since they made that change, something has been different about the offense. And... 
the the commitment to the run on uh, not commitment to but the 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 ability to to use the run mix the run and pass on early downs to the point where they're not in third and long mm. so they can at least threaten to use James Cook right on third down so at least the defense has to think about it so I do trust them to to be more responsible with the ball uh, than we've seen in the past and Josh Allen is going to try whatever three four five hero throws a game that could go terribly wrong that that's just a fact. Well, I mean, he's as great as you want, but that, that is true. He'll put, he will put the ball in harm's way at some point. If you get unlucky and that ball ends up in the other team's hands, it can swing the game, especially uh, if it's close. And if it, if, but Allen has also shown the ability to overcome that. But no, to your question, I do think it's a more steady, responsible offense right now than we're used to seeing from the Bills at this time of year. Graziano in our studio, ESPN Radio. I want to get a little inside stuff from my insider in a second, but quickly, just give me the other games. Houston, uh, Houston Baltimore, who do you like? Baltimore. I, I, yeah. I, uh, look, I love what Houston's doing, the coaching, the quarterback. I just think it's great, but Baltimore is so good at, and can beat you in so many different ways on both sides of the ball that the way they beat Miami and San Francisco late in the year this is the same kind of offense, right? The offensive coordinator comes from Kyle Shanahan. I, I just think Baltimore's set up to handle them. Uh, Saturday night, Green Bay, San Francisco. I like San Francisco. I think Green Bay's defense is, is frankly, bad. Uh, and unless they can get out to another 27 nothing lead like they did last week, which I don't think will happen, I, I think it's going to show up. And then Detroit, Tampa. I like Detroit. I think uh, I think Detroit is is a team that knows who it is, how it wants to play, takes great pride in the way they play, and I really do think getting that first playoff win, the emotions of doing it there in front of their fans for the first time in whatever thirty years, I, I think that they'll they'll be even more relaxed this week and more confident. Plus, they got the break of all breaks getting to get a second home game, which you don't usually figure to do when you're the three seed going in. So it is set up nicely for Detroit. Let me get some of my inside stuff from my insider here. Philadelphia coaching situation seems to be the last one up in the air. What do we know? Yeah, I think Nick Sirianni has to have a meeting with Jeffrey Lurie, the owner. At that meeting, I think Sirianni will present a plan, how we're going to fix this, what are we going to do at the coordinator positions, what went wrong, and here's why we, we, I, I can assure you it won't happen again. If Lurie buys what he's selling, I think Sirianni stays, and I think that's the most likely outcome at this point. But we saw with Doug Peterson three years ago, uh, that meeting can go the other way too. And Belichick remains out there, the, the most fascinating coaching free agent in the history of yeah. the NFL, I feel like it is, it is all signs seem to be pointing towards him and Atlanta fait accompli. I think it's Atlanta or bust. I think there was probably some hope in his but camp. What does bust mean? Well, maybe he doesn't coach anywhere next year. Right? Really? Well, where would it be? Like, I mean, I think they were thinking a if, lot of jobs if open. Dallas came open, but. Philly? Um, if Philly came yeah, open? I mean, I, I, I don't get the sense that it will, but yeah, that would be an intriguing spot for him. Uh, you know, they have the quarterback in place. Atlanta seems to have everything he would want except the quarterback, so they would have to work on that. But they're talking, they're continuing to talk. They, Atlanta talked to Harbaugh, too, so they're, they're aiming high. Uh, but I do think if, if Belichick gets the answers he wants in terms of 
here's how it'll work, here's who reports to whom, et cetera, et cetera, then I think that's something that could come together in the next couple of days. Hembo, you, you think it is a fait accompli Sirianni is back? It, it is not a fait accompli because we've seen in the past, uh, mo- most recently with Doug Peterson, the Eagles head coach, who had that meeting with Jeffrey Lurie at the end of the season and after which they decided, we're going to fire you and we're going right. to bring in someone else. So I think that's on the list of options. It strikes me though, Dan, that at least based upon everything that I'm reading, all the reporting, that the likelier scenario is that it's Sirianni with a new cadre of coordinators. Yeah. Is that sort of what you're smelling? Yes. I think what happened three years ago with Peterson was uh, Lurie didn't like the answers. Like Peterson wanted to keep certain things the way that they were instead of firing you know, guys that, that maybe Lurie would have liked to see go. And, and as a result, he went, um, which, meant, which meant everybody else did too. Uh, but I think if Sirianni goes in there today, and we know that Sirianni and, and Howie Roseman have been kind of reaching out around the league to see okay. you know, who's available and, and what this could be. So, I mean, you can't go in there and say, here's who I'm going to hire. That's against the rules. You have to do an interview process, and you don't know. These guys are going to be in demand elsewhere too. But if you can say to Lurie, look, I, I know I can get one of these guys, and here's what it would look like, and it's, and it's somebody that – I mean, look, Sirianni has more good than bad on his resume. Like, he does. And, and the way the season ended is terrible and, and definitely counts against him. But it doesn't mean it determines his fate. Brady, for your trip to Buffalo, everything all right? You're, you're, does it matter? Like, I, I got to go, right? Like, I whether know. I'm I mean, ready or not. it matters. I mean, they're going to have heat and hot water in the hotel when you get there. Ideally, right? ideally. And ideally, it won't be a five-and-a-half-hour delay getting home like it was Tuesday. So, yeah, I, I think it's uh, – I said this before. Nobody wants to hear me complain about my job. My job I is do. awesome. I enjoy hearing it. My job you. is fantastic. But, I mean, are there, are there parts of it that feel like more like work than others? And was last weekend one of them? Yeah. Darlington was. is going to be there as Darlington well. Darlington is going to be there as well. The you know, Miami man. I think it's going to be about 20 or 30 degrees warmer in Buffalo than it was in Kansas City for him uh, on Saturday. But that doesn't mean it's going to be warm. You and he going to be in a bar Saturday night watching Green Bay and, and San Francisco? I'm not sure I can comment or speak for Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Guys, you're the best. Thank you for hanging around. we got lots to get to today, including confidence picks and a whole lot more. Plus, we have to get to the bottom of Bubba's pants. We'll explain what? why. As we, trust me. Uh, we'll, but Do you want to hear this right now? I don't think so. Okay. Now, I, I, trust me, you're better off not knowing. We're back in the flash <laughs> on ESPN Radio. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right. 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com slash greenberg and use code greenberg for a first deposit match up to 100 that's prizepicks.com slash greenberg code greenberg for a first deposit match up to 100 prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your 
ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Greeny, the podcast. All right, we're back on ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. In 30 seconds, we'll get to the bottom of Bubba's pants, plus the quarterback confidence list. We'll do him in that order because that's just the kind of show we are. Mm. <laughs> oh, but first, these 30 seconds are for Granger. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions, plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. I just want you to know. All right, we are uh, surrounded by the assembled members of the hashtag crew. Hashtag Kembo is here. You've heard from him. Hashtag Cam and hashtag Bubba back in Bristol today. And there was a note for me on the Google Doc that I don't want to spoil. I'm just going to let Bubba himself explain it. What what is what seems to be going on with your pants, Bubba? Yeah, I've been wearing these jeans for a while now, but for whatever reason, well, what does that mean? You've been wearing them for a while, like how many days in a row? No, I'm I'm just saying they're not new. Like I've had them for probably a couple a couple of years, but for whatever reason, I think over the last month or so, I've noticed that the fly keeps going down about like 30% nonstop. So I'm, I'll just be sitting or moving around, and all of a sudden I'll look down, and my fly is like not fully down, but like 30, 35% down, and it's pretty annoying. <laughs> I would Mostly for the rest of us. Um, that, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's really your, your coworkers and your colleagues that I'm concerned about because they are yeah. – unfortunately subjected to this because well, it what, looks like it's like you know, i can show you if you'd like no no, but. please don't yeah he offered to do the same to me i'm like i'll take your word for it bubba thank yeah, you the last thing on earth first of all in order for you to show it to me you'd have to be showing it to the camera sure yeah. and, and i and i think i think we would be taken off the air immediately <laughs> <laughs> and right. if bubba just said here let me show you my fly <laughs> all right because it's open well 30 percent not only is that an FCC violation, that's an HR violation, yeah, too. Everything Every about acronym that. is violated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> MEO, too? Everything about that sounds bad. All right, so what should we do for our friend Bobby? I don't know. Can it seems like he has a spotter there to his left. I mean, it, does he not have yeah, someone well, responsible Yeah, well, I got this guy with Green Bay stuff just taunting me. To the, I mean, it's ridiculous. Well, that's Are you hilarious. Aware that there's a person sitting behind you? He's kind of lurking there with, with, with a kind of smile, like a psychotic smile on his face. Like he looks... There's there's something not right about the person. Who is that sitting behind you? That's Cameron. He's in here shadowing for the day, and he decides— What is he shadowing? He's he's shadowing the board. He's learning the board. Learning how not to wear pants. Um, But he thought— Cameron. He he thought it would be uh, be cool just to wear all of his Packers gear today. 
Yeah, so. I like it. Look, he's rocking his Packers gear. Christine Lisi is rocking her Bills gear. I'd give anything to be wearing something that said Jets on it right now. <laughs> I mean, Bubba, you can't break out your Dak and Micah jerseys till next year. Yeah, Hembo been, and Cam been have already burned their Eagles gear. Twice. You wear your Jets stuff uh, on draft day. You can do that. Yeah, That's no, the best day of the Jets year. I can't. I'm hosting the draft, so unfortunately I have to be, <laughs> uh, I have to be somewhat unbiased when it comes to that. All right. Well, anyway, Cameron, welcome. Um, and the first rule, no matter what, of of running the board is whatever else happens keep your fly up uh greeny with you and it is time now for the green list the list is what determines who matters in this business the green list brought to you by sherwin williams ask sherwin williams and save 30 percent on paints and stains now through the january 22nd retail sales only some exclusions apply a c-store for details so here is what we're going to do for today's Greenless. If you were one who used to listen to us on the old show on Mike and Mike, we had something we called confidence picks. And we did some of that here about two weeks ago on this show and on Get Up as well. There were eight starting quarterbacks playing this weekend. By the way, seven of them were first round picks and the other was the last pick in the draft. And he's probably got the best team or one of them. But anyway, the way we do this is we choose based on every circumstance home field advantage, thus crowd noise, what defense you're playing against, playoff history, and everything else. Not who are the best quarterbacks playing this weekend, because that's easy. Mahomes would be one and all the rest of that. We would go through that list. You could probably put them in order one through eight fairly easily doing that. But in terms of the confidence you have in them playing big in this particular game, based on the opposition, that's a very, very different question and we'll rank them one through eight. So number one will be the one we are most confident in. Number eight will be the one we are least confident in. Hembo, are there any that just jump out to you as immediately belonging at the top or the bottom? No, this is agonizing. I spent all morning trying to figure out my order. I'm with you. I wound up getting a one through eight here, but I'm pretty confident that we'll all disagree with each other because it is so challenging to combine how good you are with how good the defense is you're playing. It so, really so is. We're not going to do... I don't think we should each do one. I think we should do one as a, as a team. I do, too. As a show. So do I. So because I have been doing the same agonizing, but also had to host another show for two <laughs> hours, I haven't had as much time to think about it as you have. So does it feel to me like, based on all of the circumstances, are you going to put at number eight Jordan Love? I have Jordan Love at number six. Okay. Is eight... Well, I mean, Baker Mayfield is playing against a defense that has been susceptible to the pass, but he is on the road, mm-hmm. and he is less decorated than some yeah, of these I, other guys. I had guys. Baker at eight myself. I, I do feel a lot of – I mean, C.J. Stroud is playing a very tough defense on the road, but he's been so good in big games. So you've hit my bottom three there. I'll give you what I have here. I mean, th- those were the three that felt like the options for the bottom. Yeah, so I have Love at six, Baker at seven, and Stroud at eight. See, I don't. I, I, I can't – no, I can't do that. Here's the thing. C.J. Stroud, and I, and I did this, I remember when I did the draft, actually I, I could pull up my notes on him for the draft because he elevated in big games. Oh, big time. What, what, what constitute postseason games, let me very quickly pull that up. That would have been the, which year, the 2023 draft. C.J. Stroud, hold on a second. I, I can give you his exact number. Are you going to count the Rose Bowl against Utah yes. as a big game? Yes. I mean, as as a po- quote-unquote postseason game. Yeah. And he played that game without his two best receivers. He played that game without Olave or Garrett Wilson, mm-hmm. and he still 
managed to bring up. Hold on, I'm you getting put up 48 right points now. in that game against I'm Utah. I'm in the R's. Right I'm going now. Stroud at seven, by the way. Stroud. So you have Stroud seven. You have Baker eight. Yeah. I have Love eight, Baker seven, Stroud six. Okay, so we've got so the bottom three. Same bottom three. A matter of. Rudy deciding on that order. I assume we have the same put, top put, three I'm as putting well. I'm putting Jordan Love fourth, to be honest with you. Oh. So in his two wow. postseason games in college, against Utah in the Rose Bowl, and then the semifinal on New Year's Eve against Georgia against an historically great defense. In those two games, his, teams, his team scored 89 points. He threw for 921 yards and 10 touchdowns. Woof. He elevates in My big goodness. games. I'm not putting him anywhere near eight. I know he's playing a good defense. He's going to play well. I'm, I'm not putting him eight. We can't put him eight. You putting Baker eight then? I would put Baker eight. Would you put him? Would you put Stroud ahead or behind Jordan Love? Behind. I mean ahead of. So you're going to put Love More seven. Confident. Love seven. So you're put. You're putting Baker eight. Love seven. Are you putting Stroud six? Or where are, you gonna... we, where are we putting? Where are we putting Goff? I have a lot of confidence in Jared Goff in this game. I have Goff at four. The Bucks' pass defense has not been very good. I'd get Goff at five. Let's go to the top now as we start filling out the middle. Okay. Who did you go with at one? I went with Mahomes at one. Against Buffalo's defense, even though he's on the road with a suspect offensive line, Buffalo's defense is banged up. Are you banking on the fact then that if, if his receivers drop balls and all that kind of stuff, that's not on him. That's part of it. Right? That, that is part of it. But I have, no, I have no question that he's going to be great in the game himself, individually, and that's going to help. He wasn't great in that one playoff loss he had to Cincinnati. In the, in the second half of that game, he was, it was probably the worst half he's ever played. Right. I'm not putting the Tampa loss on him, though. That was his offensive Definitely line. Definitely not. He but played one, one bad half, effectively, in his playoff career. All right, I'll, I'll go with you on that. I'll go him at one. Where are you putting Lamar? I have Lamar three. Behind Allen? Behind Allen. Allen's playing a good defense. Lamar's playing a lesser defense. Mm-hmm. I'm not convinced that this rest is going gonna, is gonna to help them, though. They, they've had problems with that historically. They, they, they were as hot as hot could possibly be, and then they just stopped playing for three weeks. It's hard they to pick it up, man. didn't play anybody week 18. They didn't play, obviously didn't play last week. So when last seen, they were shellacking San Francisco. They were shellacking Miami. They were on fire. They were almost literally the, the, the football personification of being in flames. And, and now I think that taking that foot off the pedal is a scary thing. Look, I have, him, I have him three, but, I mean, he's never played great in the playoffs one time in his life. He just hasn't. The one right. game he won against Tennessee, he was merely good. I think he'll play well, and I think he'll win, but I can't put him ahead of Josh Allen, who has a great playoff body of work. He really does. So who are we forgetting? Who are we leaving out is Purdy. I have Purdy four at home against a bad defense, but I think Kyle's going to be in his bag and, and scheme it up for him. Yeah, me too. I have a lot of confidence in Purdy. You do? Yes, I think Purdy is going to play very well because he's playing a bad defense, and it's going to make Dak and Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys <laughs> look a million times worse when everybody remembers, oh yeah, Green Bay's defense stinks. They gave up 30 points to... Um, to, to, to Bryce Young yeah. and Carolina. So that's my point here. That's what I mean about the confidence picks. It's not about Brock Purdy being on the same planet as a player as Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen, but he's playing against a much, much less scary opponent. So would you consider putting him ahead of either of them? If you're asking me who I'm convinced is going to play a really good, we're going to wake up on Sunday morning and his numbers are going to be four touchdowns, no picks, and 308 yards? Yes. Really? See, You're if, not? If they put up 40 against Green Bay, I think it's just as likely to be a huge Christian McCaffrey game as it is to be a huge Brock Purdy game. I, I think the game just gets away in every conceivable way. 
So you're going to put him two? I don't know. Where, where do you guys? You're, where did you're you a member put, of the Bills Mafia. Bubba, where did you put Purdy? One, two, three, four, five. I had him six. You have Brock Purdy six? And you didn't number them on your sheet? <laughs> yeah, he was counting there. Yeah. <laughs> why, didn't you, why didn't you count from the back? You didn't put it. <laughs> I should have. Sure, sure. Eight, seven, six. <laughs> oh, we've arrived. I just, I just, I no, Leave I, poor Bubba alone. The man's fly is down involuntarily. Only 30%, And he does have a shadow. Can, right. can you get, like, some tape or something like that to hold it up? Please. I don't know. How about you a think, new pair of jeans? Well, you can't walk into the calf yeah, like can that. I like, have some of your pants? You seem to give away pants a lot of a lot of times. <laughs> I'll be glad to give you some pants, but I'm not there. I can't give them to you right now. Let me ask you this. If for the last month your zipper has been coming down, why are you wearing them? I like the pants. Well, but I'm not. how much do you like them? Like the, Perhaps the most important thing about pants is that they cover up parts of you that you don't want That's other the people point to of pants. see. That's the entire reason well, to again, have pants. You know, I feel like if that 30% range is key. If it's dropping below 40, 50, then I think I have to make a move. But, but who do you report to? Is it Liam? Is Liam your boss? I do, yes. Okay, I think it needs to be his call. Yeah, you, I think you need Liam to walk needs his... to come in and decide if it's a wardrobe violation <laughs> like the way the headmaster at school would do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got to break out a, a ruler and see. You'll get fined by Roger Goodell. Cam, where do you have Brock Purdy? I have him at five. See, I think I think there's no doubt in my mind. Give me the scenario in which Brock Purdy has a bad game Saturday night against Green Bay. Uh, I could he has a him, good coach, not a terrible coach. He's got a like, good coach. Yeah. We also saw him play terribly against Baltimore. There was a couple, couple tipped passes, a couple bad reads. And this isn't Baltimore. No, of course not. I don't think the Packers' defense is good. I think it's merely average, and I think he'll likely play well. But I don't think Kyle... Is going, I don't think he's going to be the reason they thrive offensively in this game. And if things go sideways, I think it will likely be because he throws a couple picks, which he has been prone to do. So they gave up this, this defense that you're describing as average. Gave up 33 points to Carolina, 34 points to Tampa, 24 points to the Giants, 27 points to the, uh, or 19 points to the Chiefs, I should say, 22 points to the Lions, 23 points to the Chargers. I mean, that's just the last eight games. Don't get me wrong. I think the Niners are going to run it up. But but my confidence level in Brock Purdy can't be what it is for quarterbacks that I think are going to someday wind up in the Hall of Fame. Yes, it can. Uh, correction. Not for me. I had Purdy at five. <laughs> at one, two, three, four, five. Can you do me a favor. Let me let me let me write numbers down me next number. to them, please. <laughs> there are only eight. These aren't. There are eighty. Bubba. <laughs> let me get some numbers. Because I, I, I initially had. Okay, some, read I them crossed. off in order. Let me hear your list in order. That's Who like when you you're a one? kid and you need to find out what the next letter of the alphabet is and you have to sing the whole <laughs> alphabet to get there. The beginning. Who's one? Lamar. Okay. Mine is Lamar as well, number one. Really? Yeah. Who's two? Josh Allen. Mm. Who's three? Mahomes. Four? Jordan Love. Wow, Jordan Love against San Francisco. He's, he's, he's scarred from that game. Bubba, Bubba. just did see that. I yeah. saw how good he looked. I mean, in he person. He scouted him in person. And it wasn't just this game. Second he half was, of the season, he's been... He was great. The whole second half of the season, he's True. been great. That's why I wasn't comfortable putting him any further down than that. You know, I know we didn't plan this before the show, but in the second hour, we should do a shorthand of our coach confidence picks, too. For some of these games that are super close, that could be instructive, I think. I don't like having Love... I do like having Love down there because I think that their, their defense is going to get... Obliterated. All right, because we have to move this along. We can't spend all day long doing this green list. Here's what here's what I'm I'm thinking. I'm thinking we go. All right, you guys are gonna you're gonna talk me into. I'm gonna put Purdy four. I'm gonna put Goff five. Are we comfortable with that? I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have to figure out in what order are we putting Allen and Lamar. I think I think Allen is playing a better defense. 
He's playing a better defense. And look, let's face it. I mean, both of them have been known. No, Allen has been better in the playoffs. I'm going Allen. Way too. better. I'm going Allen. Too. Allen has the second the second best touchdown to interception ratio in the history of the playoffs. Okay, so here we go. The green list. You guys tell me if you're comfortable with this. This will be the show's official green list. Confidence for the quarterbacks this weekend. Number one, Patrick Mahomes. Number two, Josh Allen. I mean, I don't really love Mahomes at one, to be honest. Tell me why. Because he's been bad for most of the... Not bad, but he hasn't been great this year. And he's playing on the road for the first time in his life. I, I can't say I have the most confidence in Patrick Mahomes in doing something he has never done, and he has not been that great this year. Can I say something? Hmm. I kind of agree. You agree with that? I kind of do. Do you think, do we think that he's incapable of playing a good road playoff Of game? course not. It's, to me, no, it's less he, about I can't the say road he, I have the most confidence in him. Than about what's around him, too. I think his offensive tackles, we've made a, a big deal of this on Get Up this morning. They, they've had a lot of problems on that offensive line. It's going to be more difficult for them with crowd noise and everything else. I am looking at the Bills injury report right now. Yeah, it's bad. And I see six regulars on that defense that either didn't practice yesterday or were limited. I don't think this Bills defense is... I don't think this Bills defense is close to being whole. And thus, I don't think it's going to be like the reason why Patrick Mahomes doesn't play a good game. If, if Mahomes doesn't play well, I think it's likelier to be because his receivers forget how to catch, which they can do from time to time. But that has nothing to do with my confidence in him. Like He's going to play well. Patrick Mahomes is going to play well basically regardless of whatever circumstances are thrown his way. I don't know if that's true. I'm not comfortable with any part of our list. To be completely honest with you, Jordan DJ Stroud at six and Jordan Love at seven is not. I am I am positive CJ Stroud is going to play well. I would bet you anything. You positive? Play he's playing the, the Ravens. Jets. Yeah. Remember how we looked against the Jets? Yeah, he got a, he got concussed in a monsoon. He could turn in a bad game against Baltimore. That's a great defense and a great coordinator. Okay, so we're going to have him at six. Someone has to some, like someone has to not be one. So who's it going to be? <laughs> I, 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 I'm glad that Bubba spoke. It was like sort of a speak now or forever hold your peace I told you, this is moment. an agonizing exercise. It's agonizing. All right. So who would we put up there at one? Would you put Lamar Jackson at one? We I mean, should, Cam and I both had Lamar, we should so just, it's either Lamar or Josh Allen. We should, do, we should just do like a vote, basically. Do it democratically. And we can use Cameron to, to break the tie if we must. <laughs> we don't even know who he is. <laughs> He's a Packers fan, so Jordan Love will be number one there. Okay. Unhelpful. I mean, we literally have no idea that that, that that could just be a plant. Like they could have just put that could just be a, a completely random person sitting behind Bubba for no reason at all. It's not impossible. I think Lamar can be one for this weekend. Beyond that, it might go lower. But I, I think he will play very well against the Texans and they'll get to the championship game. Okay. So we're gonna put Lamar Jackson at one. Leave Allen at two and put Mahomes at three. I think they're, the three of them are, might be almost interchangeable. It's, it's very tough. Well, Lamar right. being at one is outrageous, by the way. Because? Because he's never played well in the playoffs. Like, oh, Bubba's worried about Patrick Mahomes not playing well on the road in the playoffs. We've seen like a dozen good home playoff games and neutral site playoff games. We have that body of work. You're just basing this on the fact that they're playing at home against a decent defense? All right, here's what we're going to do. I have to, put, I have to pause this here because I'm up against it. By the way, a reminder, Texans-Ravens tomorrow is our game. ABC, ESPN, ESPN+. Plus. 4.30 Eastern time. We're going to get Fortinball in here next. We'll let him break this tie. Because if there's one person who knows, it's the person who knows what's going on in Vegas. He'll answer all your questions next. Don't miss it. ESPN Radio. Death is the only punishment here. 
Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun. Now streaming on Hulu. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. The song is Hey Joe, and it is for Joe Fortenbaugh. He hosts Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio every day. He is our gambling expert extraordinaire, but we're going to ask for a different level of expertise for you. First off, Joe, Bubba needs some help, and he's going to explain to you quickly why. Bubba, could you tell Joe the problem that you're having? Yeah, my jeans, uh, I've had for a few years now, but over the last month, the fly keeps going down about 30% every time I move around. So I'll, move, I'll get up, walk around, 30% down. Put him back up, move around, 30% down. Bubba moves around a lot. Yeah, your thoughts on that. What do you think I should do about that? Uh, you should turn your mic on. <laughs> Hell of a week for you. Yeah. Hell of a week for you. I would say, um, so when you say it's 30% down. I, mean, I can show you. That, no, no, that's quite all right. That's like the third time he's offered someone to show. We get it. We know what's happening. We know what a down fly looks like. Why did I agree to come in here today for this, by the way? With him texting me late last night, this morning. I thought I'd be able to come in, talk about some games. This would be casual. I feel that's like you casual. slow you slow rolled me here with this. That's casual. I would get a new pair of jeans. I think it's a pretty simple solution to a pretty simple problem. Problem, and yet here we are discussing it on national radio. Uh, why, why so exasperated? He said it's been going on for a long time <laughs> right. now. He loves these jeans. Yeah, it's a nice pair. They're broken in, you know. All right, so do this. Super glue it shut, and then when you have to use the restroom, act like a six-year-old and pull your pants all the way down, <laughs> mm. and you can go into the porta potty like a little little kid, and you can That's do it like bad. that, and then you pull your pants all the way back up. That's not bad. There you go. All right, solution. But don't do that at a urinal. Like, go no. into the stall and close <laughs> the door. No, do it, do, urinal. Urinal. Yeah. do it at the urinal. Only at a urinal, yeah. Do it at the urinal. Let's let's really ratchet it yeah. up around here. I'll tell you very quickly my favorite story about that, and then we'll get to the games here, Joe. <laughs> oh, is this the, the Mark Schlereth story? It's my, fav- it's my Mark Schlereth story. <laughs> this is the best. Mark Schlereth used to fill in for Golik all the time with me. He was by far the most frequent guest host I would have when Mike was off. And so one day we're in a commercial break of Mike and Mike, and Stink and I walk into the men's room, and he's going over to a urinal. And I said to him, we were in a conversation about toughness. I said, what's it like being tough? Like the one thing I've never been in my life is tough. (laughs) Literally nothing. I said, what's it like being tough? He said, I'll show you what it's like. He walks up to the urinal, pants down to the ankles, shorts down to the ankles. He says, I'm going to do this and no one is going to say a damn word. (laughs) Anybody can walk in here right now and no one is going to say a thing. And he's dead right. Like, if I walked in and he was doing that, I'd be like, hey, Stink, nice butt. Good to see you. How's everything? (laughs) If I walked in and Hembo was doing that, we would have a problem. There would be an issue. So I think that that was the... I would call you. The definition of toughness. Okay, let's get to business here. We were just doing confidence picks, and we failed miserably because it's so hard to figure out who we expect to play big this weekend. So if you have... I'm going to ask you for something you may not have prepared, and I apologize in advance for that. But if you're looking at the quarterbacks this week, if you have any interest in any of the props or any, which quarterbacks do you think are set to have very big games this weekend based upon the game, the circumstances, the, the, the opposition, and everything else? You can't 
bring me in here, ask me about Bubba's fly, yeah. and then when it comes to a football question, say, I'm sorry if you're not prepared. Yeah, fair right? enough. We're, we're, we're okay on this territory right. here. Well, I mean, when you, when you factor everything in, he's probably not the guy at the top of the list, but I think Brock Purdy's I in just, a great situation this I said weekend. that too. Yeah, I mean, they're a major favorite. They're sitting nine and a half. You got a Green Bay team where their defense just played 89 snaps last week against Dallas, right? So they're going to face a Niners offense that you know is going to be well-prepared. You know they're well-coached. You know they're going to have a great script to start the game. That's what Kyle Shanahan does. And the starters have had essentially three weeks off because most of them didn't play in week 18. So from a confidence standpoint in terms of everything around them, he's in a very good situation to produce because I don't think they're going to have to ask much of him in that game as long as the defense is able to limit the big plays. Um, When you're looking from a prop perspective, I think Baker Mayfield's headed for a big day Hmm. given his situation. Detroit is very good at stopping the run. They're very poor stopping the pass. If you're the Bucs and you're a a six-and-a-half-point underdog in this game, chances are you're playing from behind. I think Baker Mayfield's going to have to throw a lot of passes. I think he's going to hit a few home runs in this one. Godwin over 59-and-a-half receiving yards. Mayfield over 255-and-a-half passing yards would be my plays. And then if we're just talking pure confidence because, hey, you're the guy and we expect you to play very well this weekend, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is going against a defense that's not going to be able to slow him down. And Mahomes is Mahomes. Like, even with his wide receiver unit depleted, he's going to show up and play well in this game. See, I I like everything you just said, particularly Purdy. I tried to bring up Purdy, and I got pushback from Hambo over here in his – Abe Lincoln sweater. I don't know what we're doing with that here today, but 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 (laughs) what's the problem? I like Brock Purdy. I mean, I like Brock Purdy, but if we're going to compare Brock Purdy to the Hall of Fame quarterbacks that are also playing this weekend, I'm not going to give the fact that he's playing a weaker defense as being like the reason why I put him over a Mahomes or an Allen or a Jackson. Mahomes is playing on the road, and, and he's got a lesser unit around him. Purdy has more to play with, and he's playing against a much worse defense at home. And but Purdy has shown, Joe, as you know, that he will give it up, having thrown 11 interceptions this season. We just saw the Packers be opportunistic last week. I think Brock Purdy will play well. I can't have more confidence in him than someone who's going to someday wear a gold jacket. How about Love and Stroud? Uh, 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 Go ahead, Hembo, if you are facing 10 years in prison Mm. and it's determined by the output of the offense of the 49ers or the Chiefs this weekend, who is defending you in the court of law? Well, I would definitely take the the 49ers in that case, but that's not what the question is. The question is which quarterback I have the most confidence in. You have the most confidence in the Niner offense? You have the most confidence in Brock Burton? No, no, I'm not playing that game. I'm not playing that game. What was your next question? I think we've wrapped this one up. Saying this is just a McCaffrey show all by himself. He's going to throw the ball to Kittle. He's going to throw the ball to Ayuk. He's going to throw the ball to Debo. He's going to have 312 yards passing and three touchdowns. I have Brock Purdy fourth on my list. I think he's going to do a great job this weekend coloring inside the lines like he always does. <laughs> Where do you put the young kids? Where do you put Stroud and Love? How, what do you expect from them, Joe? Stroud is a remarkable talent. I think he's in an awful, awful situation this week. I think one of the best bets you can make is Ravens in the first half. It's minus five and a half. Stroud's coming into this game without two of his top weapons, right? So he's got no Tank Dell. He's got no Noah Brown. And they've looked very good the last two weeks indoors against average defenses. And yes, the injured Browns on the road is an average defense at best. Now you're going outdoors against one of the best defenses in the NFL, and they're well-rested. The problem for Houston is that they are a team that already struggles to run the ball, and if they can't run against Baltimore, that means they're going to just have to sit back and throw. And while Stroud's remarkable, you take his top two weapons away against that Raven defense, I think he's going to struggle. And I don't think it's because he isn't great. He's just got the worst 
worst situation of everyone this weekend. By the way, I have a boost up on ESPN Bet, and I want to hear what you think of that. If you're willing to lay the 10, and the number is 10 right now on ESPN Bet with the Ravens, you can get minus one, excuse me, you can get plus 110, whereas it had otherwise been minus 110. So it's a special boost called Seeing Green that I put up there for games regularly. What do you think of that? Are you willing to give the points with the Ravens? 10's a relative key number. Uh, three, seven, four key numbers. 10's in there as well. Some of the market has moved to nine and a half. So the good news is if you're laying the 10, you get plus money there, which is how that should be. If I was to play a side in that game, yes, it would be the Ravens. The only thing that worries me about the cover is that the Ravens tend to get a little sloppy late in games when they have a big lead, a little complacent. Back door could be wide open here with C.J. Stroud chucking it all over the field. So that's the only thing that worries me, but I would be laying it with the Ravens. It, it, it's In terms of the confidence plays, I like Baltimore quite a bit this weekend. G- give me 60. I got 60 seconds. Give me two or three more butts you love this weekend. Tampa Bay plus the six and a half. I'm going to wait for the seven to see if it's out there. I think Detroit's overvalued. Uh, Sean McVay gave that game away last week. He's too liberal with his timeouts. He's too conservative with his play calling in the red zone, and he was too conservative with that punt. He blew it. Everyone forgets that Detroit's offense went cold in that game game. Tampa can play defense. Godwin over 59 and a half receiving yards. Baker over 255 and a half passing yards. And I play Tampa Bay. I also like the Chiefs if you can get them plus three. Uh, the, the scheduling spot sets up well because of the rest. More importantly, I married in the Bills Mafia. I cannot <laughs> afford to, to go down in flames again here. <laughs> so well done. Thank you very much for your expertise in all things uh, gambling and pants and <laughs> get me some pants, Joe. Everything else. Uh, you'll hear him coast to coast with Chris Carlin noon today. You'll see him on first take coming up uh, in the next hour as well. All our gambling insight coming from Joe Fortenbaugh. We've got a million things left to do, including our picks on all these games on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at ten Eastern on ESPN Radio or. Watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN, and also available wherever you get your podcasts.